Welcome to Free Memory. I'm your host, Gideon, and we are back with another episode. This podcast was recorded on August 18th, 2021. Enjoy the show. So today we're actually going to be returning to a topic that we've talked about once already, which is episode 17. Uh, we talked about autopilot, and we talked about you know how autopilot is going to have some issues, especially legally. But actually, I want to talk about the good things about autopilot for our 19th episode. So just yesterday, um, if you are on the full self-driving beta, basically the autopilot beta, 9.2 was released. And Elon Musk tweeted on Twitter some of the basically the technical details for what you know, what these updates were. So I'm going to read them to you real quick. So the first one is clear to go boost through turns on ma- minor to major roads. Plan to expand to all roads in version 9.3. So basically in 9.2 or in the older versions of the autopilot beta, you know, um, the, the car would creep forward in order to gain visibility and then turn slowly into the lane. But this time when the car believes that it is clear to go, it will boost into the lane from a minor into a major road. Um, so this is like a residential into a main street or something like that. Okay. The second one is improved peak behavior where we are smarter about when to go around the lead vehicle by reasoning about the causes for the lead vehicle being slow. I'm not entirely sure what this means. I think if it's following a vehicle, then it will decide sometimes that it will want to go around the vehicle. It doesn't matter too much to me. Uh, Version 1 of the multi-model predictions for where other vehicles expected to drive. This is only partially consumed for now. So this is actually something that I find uh, pretty interesting. So I guess basically the algorithm is trying to decide, you know, where it's predicting the other vehicles are going. And so if it finds a new situation, it will, um, I guess, I guess this is like a new neural network that's being used here. And I think that's pretty cool, actually. This is getting closer to like human-like behavior. And I guess previously I talked about how, you know, Waymo is probably the closest. Waymo is probably, you know, well, I believe Waymo, their, their goal, right, is to connect people through their service, whereas Tesla wants people to drive their own car. And so I think Tesla, people are trying to like impress people. And so they're trying to have more human-like behavior, whereas you know robotic movements in a, in Waymo is is kind of okay because it's you treat it more like you know a ride-sharing service, where it's like a uh, a truck, not a truck, sorry, like a train or a bus, where you know movements are a little more sudden, a little more robotic, even when they're driven by like a person. It's not something that you totally expect. Okay, and so the next bullet point is new lanes network with fifty thousand more clips, almost double from the new auto labeling pipeline. This is just some you know internal data thing that we don't care too much about. Uh, new VRU velocity model with twelve percent improvement to velocity and better VRU clear to go performance. This is the first model trained with quantization aware training and improved technique to mitigate into eight quantization. So I didn't know what VRU is. But according to the internet, I googled it. Uh, VRU stands for vulnerable road user. So this is like pedestrians, people on bikes, people on scooters, people on skateboards, basically people who are n- not in other vehicles. And so I think what they're saying is they're they've created this new new neural network that can better detect you know what velocity, what speed people are going at who are not other cars. And so. I'm not sure what they mean by mitigating int eight quantization. Uh, I assume this has something to do with the neural network underlying it. 
um, potentially maybe intake just like an 8-bit integer that has, you know, so maybe they have some issue with it. I don't exactly know. I don't work at Tesla. Okay. Uh, second and last bullet point, enabled inner SFC synchronized compute scheduling between vision and vector space processes. Planner in the loop is happening in version 10. So uh, SFC is a system on chip. It's basically like a CPU. Um, well, the C it's, a, it's a CPU with everything on, on the die. So it has... You know, not only what you normally expect out of a CPU, like cache registers, you know, and instructions, but it also has RAM, like DRAM. Sometimes it has VRAM. Sometimes it has like other features as well. Um, like for example, integrated GPU. That's a feature of you know many like Apple-based uh, ARM processors as well as like Intel processors. And sometimes I think there are AMD APUs as well that have this. So an SOC could contain like any of those any of those things. Uh, I don't know exactly what's in a Tesla SOC. I believe they're manufactured by NVIDIA or AMD. And so I would assume they probably have something of the similar package. But anyways, it appears they have mul multiple SFCs on their Tesla on their board. And so they, they're they trying to, I guess, have synchronous compute scheduling between the vision and vector space processes. So I guess I'm guessing here, because it's inner SFC, uh, typically you would have like one computer that processes everything, right? Because you have one CPU. And so, you know, you would process vision, and you would process, I guess, use a vision to process into like, I guess, 3D space. And what they're saying here is now they're gonna have uh, compute scheduling that happens synchronously. Um, that doesn't really make sense to me because, you know, I think you would want, you'd get more efficiency out of asynchronous compute, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna question this. I don't exactly know how this works. So I, even though I don't understand this bullet point too much, I guess if they think it's good enough to include in the release notes, it must be a better performance than before. Okay. And the last one is shadow mode for new crossing, merging targets, network, which will improve VRU control. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what this last one means. Um, what I read online was, all right, and I quote, there's a new algorithm being tested for VRU prediction for pedestrians, bikes, and e-scooters that are crossing in the car's path or merging. So maybe if you're like, for example, riding a bike and you're sitting in the middle of the lane and you wanna switch lanes and you're just riding a normal bike, then I guess this is a better prediction network I guess it's kind of hard to exactly know what they're trying to say out of this. But regardless, I think these have some pretty good changes. That's why I wanted to talk about it today, because today I actually saw a demo. I'll link the video down in the, in the show notes, but I actually saw a video today, and the video was pretty impressive, actually. Uh, I've seen, I, I've been following, you know, the Tesla full self-driving beta, which is their autopilot, basically, uh, their self-driving uh, features. And this latest beta actually seems pretty impressive. You know, it can drive kind of reasonably you can you know follow roads you know i think you have to how it works is you like you put two locations in your start and your end on your map and then it just drives that you know that path but i mean regardless other than that that's pretty cool of a feature honestly and you know it's i think it's good that tesla's working on this i hope to see more and more uh, competition uh, not only just in self-driving cars take self-driving technology but I hope to see competition in the EV space. I want to see, you know, I don't want Tesla to be the only option when I want to buy an electric vehicle because one day I'm going to want to buy a vehicle as well. And definitely for sure, electric vehicles will be, you know, a major consideration as part of that. Of course, you know, I still consider things like cost, not just environmental impact because of course I am a consumer and as a consumer, I still have to, you know, be cognizant of, you know, things I buy. But regardless, I think, you know, this is really exciting. I hope in the next couple of years, we see more and more, you know, players enter this space as other car companies also try to build their own uh, electric cars and maybe even jump into self-driving. And yeah, I mean, this is an exciting time to be, I guess, working on, on automobile technology. 
But yeah, that's really all I have to talk about for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Free Memory Show hosted by Gideon, which is me. As always, you can find links and references in the show notes. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts now, so I'd appreciate it if you gave me a rating. Thanks.